The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masichet Sota has been dedicated by our good friends and Talmud, Mr. Haimi and Dina Dana, for the success of their children and especially the Fuashirema Moshe Ben Dina. Today's daf is being studied in honor of our dear friend Mr. Morris Dweck. Uh, thank you for your continued support and hard work in spreading the teachings of Torah across the globe. Dedicated by the Maya family, David and Ilana Maya, Sydney, Australia. Today's daf is being studied. Natslachat Shemuel ben Rivka v'tzipora bat nekadam shekadosh baruchu yishmerem v'chayim v'shetelad b'shaat tova muslachat. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. We begin today's daf on David, starting from the new Mishnah. The discussion over here of this Masechet is the subject of a Sotah, obviously. The basic uh, introduction of a case of a Sotah is a lady that her husband warned her, uh, that warning is called a kinui, he warned her, do not seclude yourself with such and such a person. He suspected that something was going on, so he warned her, don't seclude yourself. This warning, we'll see in the Mishnah, is done in front of witnesses. It's a mahluk at how many witnesses this has to be done in front of. And then let's say she is secluded. So now, we have witnesses that come along and say, we saw that she was indeed secluded. So now you have two stages. The warning stage is called the kinui. The seclusion stage is called the stira. Okay, she was nistira. She was secluded with the fellow. Now we don't know what took place over there. So the only way we can solve that is, it's one of two ways. Either she goes to the bed to Megdash and she drinks the waters of the sota. Uh, if she's innocent, and the waters will be a blessing to her, if she's guilty that she did something, then she did the act, and of course she explodes, she blows up, and whatever it says in the parashah over there. If, let's say, there's another option, that a witness, one witness, can come along and say, we saw that she committed the act. In this case, we have a witness that says, he knows for a fact that she did the act after a kinui and a stira. So already even one witness will be believed to say that she was actually nitme'ah. Now I want to just give you the terminologies again, so we're clear, so we don't have to keep on explaining them in English over and over again. Kinui is the warning. Uh, stira is the seclusion. Whenever we use the word nitme'a, it means the act. And they actually consummated and did the act. So you need a kinui, you need a stira. She drinks. Or if there's a witness that says that they actually consummated the act, nitme'a, then already... She's also becomes forbidden. Here's the key. She becomes forbidden at that point to her husband, obviously. She also becomes forbidden to the one that she was with. 
And if she's the wife of a Kohen, she's forbidden to eat Tirumah. Normally a wife of a Kohen, like we learned, uh, can eat Tirumah. But in this case over here, once she already commits this act, she is forbidden to eat the uh, Tirumah. And we'll see exactly the more details. This is just a basic introduction. Now we start with the Mishnah. A person that uh, gives the warning to his wife. That's the Lashon of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Vikine it ishto. So therefore the Mishnah uses the language of the Pasuk, Hamkane, somebody that gives the warning to his father. How does he give the warning? The Mishnah is going to explain. Al tisteri in ish pedoni. He's warned, she's warned. Do not seclude yourself with such and such a man. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Eliezer holds, Mekane la al pishenayim. It's got to be done in front of two witnesses. Okay, so remember to be the Ezer Shita. Kinui is in front of two witnesses. And umashke alpi ed ehad or alpi atzmo. However, together come to drink, to drink the waters of the sota, you only need one witness of stira. Which means you only need one witness of seclusion. And that one witness could even be the husband himself. So according to the Bili Ayazir, it's two and one. Look at Rashi, third line, Mekanela al Pishenaim, Imba Lehashkota, Sarik Lavishne Edim, Sheamarla Bifnem Al Tistiri Imo. Which means he has to give the warning in front of two people. Two witnesses are standing there. Listen, I'm warning you in front of these two guys. Do not seclude yourself for such and such a fellow. If you didn't do it in front of two witnesses, she doesn't drink. I mean, to get to the waters of the sota, it's got to follow the procedure. Next, Rashi. Even if you only have one aid for the stira, or the guy himself, Omer, the iti hashinistira. He says, I saw that she was secluded. Ahar shekineti la neseret bistira ad shetishte. She's forbidden until she goes and drinks. And they're going to learn that from pesukim. Comes the Mishnah continues. The Biyoshua Omer mekane la alpi shenaim umashke alpi shenaim. The Biyoshua says, no, you need two witnesses at the warning stage, and you need two witnesses also at the stira. So it's a very important machloket. Comes the Mishnah and says, Kesad mekanela. What's the standard way to warn the wife? And that's interesting because the Mishnah is going to give you something that's not considered kinui. When the Mishnah says, what's a classic case of kinui? And then it's followed by a case that's really not a legitimate warning. And the Gemara will point that out. But what's the case? Omer la. Let's say he tells his wife, Bifnesh Naim, right in front of two people, Al tidaberi in ishploni. Okay, don't speak to so and so. He didn't say don't seclude yourself, right? Vidabiraimo. And then she went and she broke uh, the, 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 the will, and she spoke with him. She's still for permissible to go back home to her husband. Lebeta means to her husband. She can also eat tuna because that's not considered a kinui. Kinui is again, don't be secluded with so-and-so. Not don't talk to so-and-so. So she talked to so-and-so. She's wrong with Amaris, but doesn't come forbidden to the, uh, to the husband. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, but if she became secluded with him in a private place, and how long did she stay secluded? The amount of time that it's possible for them to commit the act. 
Asurah lebetah, let's do what she becomes forbidden to. She becomes forbidden to her husband. Asurah leechol betrumat, she becomes Asurah if she's a bat kohen, if she's a eshet kohen. She's forbidden to eat now. And if, let's say, before she gets to drink the waters of the sotat to see what happened over there, if, let's say, her husband dies, she cannot fulfill even the mitzvah of Yibum, she only fulfills the mitzvah of Halitzah. The Gemara will prove this from Pesukim. Let's look at Rashi. Kedetum'ah. Now we say if she was secluded, the shiur of tumah, as she points out, kedeh ha'ara'a. Ha'ara'a is not even, a, not, not even a complete bi'a. It just means the initial entry of the ever be'otomakom. Not even a complete bi'a. That's the shiur of how long they have to be secluded. Asura lebeta. Now, in the event where she was secluded and all that, so she's forbidden to her husband, misafik. Now again, it is safik because we don't know what she did in there. Understand? If she did the act, and she's Asur to her husband, and Asura because she did the act. But maybe she didn't. So, Misafek, in the Alfina Lekaman, Shelosha Venitmea Amurim Beparasha. If you look in the Parasha of Sota, it says the word Venitmea three times. So we learned that she's forbidden from three different things. Yvekine et Tishto Venitmea. Venistera Venitmea. Tahat Isha Venitmea. Those are the three times. Ahach Asura Lebaal. Vehach Asura Lebuel. Which means, in the event that, let's say, the husband dies, she's forbidden to go with who she went with, or let's say the husband divorces her, she's still forbidden to go with the guy that she went with, or she suspected to have gone with. And thirdly, she's also Asura Bitruma. And we learned in the Mishnah that, let's say, if the husband dies in the interim, she does not make Yibum, but she indeed makes Halitza. That we're going to see in the Gemara. Now the Gemara begins... Let's analyze. Tana Menazir Salik. What was the last Masikh we just finished? Masikhat Nazir. So our Tana is coming off of Masikhat Nazir. My Tana, what did it say in Masikhat Nazir? Deka Tana Sota. That the Tana fell to put Sota right after it. It was basically asking what's the connection between Masikhat Nazir and Masikhat Sota. It's like the B's opinion. Detanya Rabbi Yomer, Lama Nismecha Parashat Nazir, the Parashat Sota, which means why in Parashat Naso, in the Torah, does the Torah speak about the, the Sota lady, and right after the Sota lady, it talks about the law of a Nazir. What's the juxtaposition in Torah between the laws of Sota and Nazir? Lomar Lecha, to come and teach you. Shekol Haroe Sota Bekelkula. Anybody that sees a sota in her destruction, which means, let's say, he was in the gallery of the Beit HaMikdash, right, and he sees the, the lady you know, blow up from the uh, avon that she committed, what, what is his reaction? Yazir He should refrain from drinking wine. Now you might ask a question, what's the connection between seeing a sota blow up and drink wine? Because what normally gets the sota into trouble? Why is she talking to the other men? How is she getting involved? Because she drinks. So therefore, you have to go to the root of the problem. So you see a sota blow up, Yazid Atzmom and Ayayin, you have to learn the lesson, right? So that's the connection between Yazid and Sota. If that's the question, the Gemara says, V'litni Sota, Bada litni Nazir. If that's the case, put Masik and Sota first, and then after Masik, put Nazir. Right? Because that's the progression. Sota and then Nazir, just like the Torah wrote Sota and then Nazir. So the Gemara says, well, Aydi de Tana Ketubot, 
Now it's going to go back to the order of Sedim Nashim, which we're in now. Sedim Nashim. Since already we learned Masikit Ketubot, Vetana Hamadir. Now one of the Perakim in Ketubot was Perik Hamadir. Talks about making vows. Well, Tana Nidarim. So that's why Nidarim came after Ketubot, from the connection of Perik Hamadir to Nidarim. Now the Aidi de Tana Nidarim, and once already we discussed Nidarim, Tana Nazir de Damil Nidarim. Well, Nizirut is a form of a Nedir, and we see in the Torah also, it puts them in the same Pasuk, Nedir Lazir. So therefore, once it discussed Nizirut, it is Nidarim, it discussed also Nizirut. Deketani Sotak, it will Once already, uh, we have Rabiz de Rashad, that Kola Roe Sotak, it will be at all. So put Sotak following that. So the order is Kitubot, Kitubot belongs in Seder Nashim, that's obvious. Once, then really the question is, where does Nidarim got to do with Seder Nashim? Well, Nidarim already is connected to Perika Madir. Okay, so that's that, that's that link. Now, what's Nazir after the Send the Nashim? Well, once already you're telling me Nazir, you tell me Nidarim. So Nazir also is a similar item. Then once you tell me that, then we go back to Sota. Comes the top to Sfot and says, Tema. To Sfot has a question. Nazir on agav Sota which means over there in Masechet Nazir, the Gemara says, why did it put Nazir? What do we have Nazir for in this uh, Seder? Because of the Biz de Rashad to teach me uh, that anybody that... Because uh, he wants to put it next to Sota. So therefore in Masega Nazir it's mashma that Nazir is placed to be next to Sota. Where here it's mashma that Nazir was placed to be next to Nidarim. Mm-hmm. So make up your mind. What's the reason why Nazir is here? Is it because it's next to... Sota, to be next to Sota, or is it because it's falling off of Nidarim? So Tosfot says both are true. De lo nashim ela agav sota. What is it belonging bechlal in the seder nashim? Chaura naziz gonna do it nashim. So you know what's doing it in nashim because it's related to Sota. Oh, now that you put it in seder nashim because of Sota. Now where are you going to put it? So it says the Damiel and the Mushum, the Damiel and Darim, Kava Batan and Darim Nazir. And since it's similar to Nedarim, uh, that's why I put it after Nedarim. So there's two issues over here. Number one, why are you putting Nazir at all in Seder Nashim? And then once you're putting it in, where do you put it? So the reason why you put it in Seder Nashim, Tosfot says, because it's related to Sota. What's the relationship between Nazir and Sota? Yazid Now Sotah is definitely in the Anyan of Najim. Oh, so once already you put it in, it, it, it makes it to the book. It makes it to the Seder. Good. Now where you want to put it in the Seder? Well, I'm going to put it next to what is comparable. What's comparable to the Darim. So I put it next to the Darim. So over there is discussing the Seder, and here it's discussing the placement in the Seder itself. Comes to Gimbalah begins. Mehdi. Let us analyze. <coughs> oh, actually, the next piece. The next piece, Now, the language of the Mishnah is Hamkaneh. Normally, that language has a sound of if he warned his wife. Sounds like it's Bidi Avad. If he did it. You see, if it, the Mishnah meant to tell me, the Mishnah could have said in a positive way, the Mishnah could have said, Mekaneh Adam Ishto. A person should go and mekaneh his wife with two witnesses. From the fact that it says ham so it's like he did it. So the Gemara's Doresh, ham kaneh di'avad in. Lekatehila lo. Smash, but this really you shouldn't do it. I mean, somebody comes and asks, should I mekaneh my wife? Don't get involved in it. It's only smash, but if you did it. 
Kasabar Tanadi that our Mishnah must hold Asur Lekanot. Really, you shouldn't be Mekane. Uh, for different reasons. Number one, the Kinu is going to cause uh, uh, Shalom Bayat, things like that, which means maybe the answer is just get divorced. Don't, don't put your wife through this embarrassment of going to the Sultan now and having to be Menavela and all that. Then now you're going to have Mahluk, until, until it happens, it's going to be Shalom Bayat, things like that. Don't get involved, you're going to want it. Don't go with this guy. So now what's going to happen? It's going to come into problems. It's going to be a, a strife. So therefore, the better thing is, don't make a You have issues, just get divorced. That's what that shita is really holding. So therefore, and, and, and Mishnah is much more like that. Because Mishnah says, Ham meaning, uh, uh, he did it, right? Comes the Gemara and says, So comes the Gemara and says, Amar of Shemuel, Bar of Yitzhak, when Mishlakish used to open up to study the Sikhat Sota, used to give an introduction. Amar Ache would say like this: "En mizavegin lo leadam isha ela lefi maasav." A person gets what he deserved, which means when a person gets married, you get what you deserve according to your deeds. If you're a tzaddik, God will provide for you a tzaddiket. If you're a rasha. Borei Olam will orchestrate it that a person marries a Marshat. How do we know that? Shneiman ki lo yanuah shevet haresha al goral tzadikim because the um, the shevet haresha, the staff of the rishaim, means the wicked people will not land on the lot of the tzadikim. Which is God is not going to put the tzadikim with the rishaim. Elawat, it's going to be everything's going to be done. What, what they deserve. Look at Rashi. Mizdavigin isha lefi ma'asaf tsinu'a la tzaddik u pirutza la rasha. The tzaddik will marry a modest girl and the rasha will end up marrying a pirutza lady. Ki lo yanu'ah shevet ha-resha al-gurah la tzaddikim lo yizdavig nimshelet resha the domination of the rishayim will not be attached to what? Begurah tzaddik. To the lot of the tzaddik. Comes the Gemaran says, so this is what he used to open up when he used to study Parashat Sotara, she says, not the Gemaran, when he used to Doresh, Parashat Sotara, Parashat Naso. When he would read, he would open up at this Dirasha. Amar Ababar Barhana Marv Yohanan, Vekashin is a vegan, Kikiriat Yamsuf. And it's Kiilu, Kiviachol, difficult to put the two together, like it is Kiriat Yamsuf, which means. It is miraculous, which means the inyan is a tremendous hashkaha when Bori Allah puts the zivugim together, like the manifestation of the Kiryat uh, Yamsupa, uh, you saw the divine presence very, very, very clear. Shine Imar, like it says in the Pasuk, Elohim Moshi Yehidim Baita. God brings individuals home. Who are the individuals? The man and the wife. Moshiv Yahim, he returns the individuals by that meaning to, to be together. Motsi Asirim Bakosharot. Just like he took the ones that were captive, the Asirim, those are the ones that are captive, the people in Misraim, Bakosharot, in the month that was Kashir. Which month was Kashir? Nisan. Why is it Kashir? Because it's the best, best weather. It's not too cold, 
It's not too hot, it's the spring. So that's what I call Chodesh Nisan, Chodesh Kasher. So Motsi Asirim, God took out the captives, Bakosharot, and you see the connection between the beginning of the Pasuk and the end. Moshiv Yehidim Baita, just like God brings two single people together, it's like Motsi Asirim, Bakosharot, in the month that was Kasher. So comes the Gebaran and says, Eni, we have a question. Forty days before Yitzirat Tabalad, before the child is is no forty days before he's formed, which means a child is not formed until forty days after conception. So what the Gemara basically is saying is, at the time of conception, he's 40 days before the child is formed, and at the time of conception, Bat kol yotzet, a heavenly voice comes out from Shamaim, the Omeret, Bat peloni le peloni. Already the Zivug is already announced in heaven, at the time of conception, that the daughter of so-and-so is for so-and-so. And not only that, Bayit peloni le peloni, the way he's going to live. That's also already announced at the time of conception. This house is going to belong to such and such. And Sade Peloni, Leploni. And the field. The field also. So, what's the Gemara's question over here? So, again, look at Rashid. She explains us the question. Look at the Rashid. Ini, second line. Mi Adi Zivug Lefi Resha Bizhut? Is it like you just told me? That the zivug is based on deeds. Before they were even created, before we even know if that's the king of the Sha'im, God already announces who's going to. So Rashi has a question. What do you mean? God knows who's going to be a tzaddik, who's going to be a rasha'ah. Which means God doesn't interfere with a person's ability whether he's going to be in a child or something. Like it says in the Gemara Nidah, The angel that is in charge of conception, He brings the seed of conception to Borei Olam. He asks God, what do you want to do with this tipa? Gibor or halash is going to be strong or weak. Hakam or tipesh, wise or not. Ashir or ani, rich or poor. About sadiq verasha, look amar. But it's not decided sadiq or rasha. The ends they be the shamayim. So basically, the Gemara's question is: Make up your mind. Is it lefi maasav, or is it just God that chooses it to the shamayim? So comes the Gemara and answers. Lakasha. It depends. First marriage, second marriage. That goes according to the Mazal. That's up to Bore Olam. He decides that in the Shaman. That's the Batloni Leploni. Second one already, it's what he is. The Kashil is Zivugan. The second one is harder to make because that's not really his batzuk. His mate is really the original one, the batloni leploni. The second one already is what he what, what he is, what he deserves. So that already the Gemara says the second zivug is nefi ma'asab. The first one not. Now, 
few things on this uh, on this subject over here. Number one, let's do the Tosafot Kodim Yisirat The question over here is, who's being conceived over here when the announcement comes out? The boy or the girl? So Tosafot says, Nirel Rabbi Kodim Yisirat Zakhar. Ben im nolda nekeba adayin ben im nolda. We don't care if the girl's born yet. When the boy is conceived, and really from the Gemara it's much more like that, because the Gemara says bat peloni, the daughter of peloni, which means she's not around yet even. She's the daughter of peloni's around. Her father's around, but she's not a lifloni. Floni is the male. Just remember, the male is around. He just conceived. So they're announcing once the boy is conceived, they announce bat peloni the peloni, just like. They would announce uh, Even though the house might not be around yet But the point is the, the Peloni is around So that's the, the first Enyan Another Enyan that the Mepharshim bring down over here Is as follows They bring down Why these three things specifically So we see these three things over here uh, The Zivug uh, The Bayit And the Sadeh So it seems these three things are the Ikad of a person's life His wife Obviously, that's how he makes his family. His home, that's where his dwelling is. These are primary uh, assets in a person's life. And his field, that's where he makes his padnasa. That's why the books bring down that if you remember when the Kohen Mashuach Melchama, when the Jewish people go out to war, he would announce to the soldiers, anybody that just got married within the first year, go home. Anybody that just built a home, go home and inaugurate it. Anybody that just planted a field, go home. Why? Because since these three things over here are vital in a person's life, and they're coming with a tremendous hashka'ah like we see, so there's tremendous kitrugin, there's tremendous uh, uh, interferences that the satan's going to try to, you know, destroy it. So therefore, especially when he's going to go to war. So there's a good chance to knock the guy off in war, so he won't be able to fulfill these three anyanim that are already predestined from Borei Olam. So they say, if you have these three things which are ikad in a person's life, go finish them first so you don't lose them because of the ketrogim. Now it's kedai to read over here the perush of the Maharsha. Maharsha over here, just to know how the Maharsha works, you have over here the bold letters and you have the small letters. The paragraph with the small letters usually is the Maharsha explaining the Agadot. And the bigger, bolder letters, that's the Maharsha explaining either the Gemara, Rashi, or the Tosafot. We are going to read today a Maharsha explaining the Agada that we just said. Right? The Gemara quoted the Pasuk. Shevet Aresha al Gorala Sadiqim. How do you know this pasuk is talking about zivugim at all? He says, "Cause the end of the pasuk, the ayri bezivug dechib lemaan lo yishlihu at tzadikim beavlata, in order that the tzadikim will not be involved in avlata. Now, avlata is lashon nekeva. Avla means evil. Avlata is a female evil, which means we don't want the tzadik lemaan lo yishlihu at tzadikim. The tzadikim should not be sent to a place of." With this evil, which means the evil family of this uh, girl. It should have wrote it in a masculine. Which means, if you look at the Pasuk over there, it says, That God is good to the ones that are good. So what does it mean? 
כן לומד הפסוקים, אני בזיווג איש שיש נושא אישה שאין הגולנו בשביל ממון. When you sometimes you see a guy marries a lady that's really not hagun for him, but he marries her for money. Ve'amar ki v'aday ha'kadosh baruch hu ezdaveg lo ota lefi ma'asav. He deserved it. Ki lo yanuach shevet ha'resha. Ve'aynu isha shi'im meshevet u'mishpa'a she'ena ha'guna al-gorala tzadikim ha'hagunin bezivug. Which means, if you see a person that married a lady for money and she turns out to be not good, it means he's not good either. Which means God is not going to put the tzaddik in a place where he doesn't belong. So the tzaddikim will not be sent. There's not going to be sent to a family that's not hagun. God is good to the ones that are good. Ta'inu isha tova latumim velisharim to the ones that are yashar. Ta'inu haguna lehagun. Ve'amar, she'al tetama. Don't be shocked. She'be'im ter'el lefi da'techa she'ish tov v'yashar nosei isha she'ena hanuga. Haguna. Maybe you're going to see, you're going to be shocked, you love it, it doesn't make sense. This guy is such a good guy and he married a bad lady. How can it be? So what did David Amalek say? V'alken amar latobim velisharim belibotam. David Amalek throws in the word belibotam. Ki ha'adam ro'ed la'inayim. We only see a person's sidkut outwardly. V'ashem yir'ed la'lebab. But God sees what the guy really is inside. U'bevaday ze'am nose she'ena ha'gunalo gam imu tov le'panim. Even though he might be good on the outside, and therefore, that's why it says God can only read the guy's heart. So therefore, your guy might be a Sadiq. But it's no coincidence. If he married a bad wife, that means the guy's really bad. Which means those people that their heart is matim, it, it, it sways to bad, to the quickness. And God sends them to the bad people. And like it says in the Pasuk, Right? Esav went and married to Ishmael's family. Which means, it's the same, it's the same, same, same kind. And what's the end of that chapter say? Shalom al Israel. Which means, when there's going to be, uh, all the families are going to be good, then no families are going to be problem, have problems with each other. Every family will be able to marry into each other. Why do families have fights with each other? Because this family says you're not Hagun and you're not Hagun, like the Gibraltar says in Kiddushin. But it says that when the time is going to come, every family is going to be Hagun, then we shall have sell all the little piece on. He says, so the Mahasha really did it for us, so he took the whole chapter over there for us, and he explained it according to the understanding of the Inyan of the Zivugin. Come to Gibraltar continues. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Mekane la alpi shenaim. Okay. So let's just get the machlokan over here. Machlokan Rabbi Eliezer Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Eliezer says two and one. Two fekinui, one fistira. Rabbi Yoshua, two fekinui, two fistira. Gemara. Ad kanopeligi ela bekinui fistira. 
אבל בטומאה עד אחד מהימן. But with, with the Nyan Tum'ah, even one witness is going to be believed. Meaning, the way Tosfot explains it for us, after you had a Kinui, and after you had a Stira, I'll even allow one witness to be believed if they did the act. Now normally, you don't believe one witness. But over here, Tosfot says you have what's called the Aglaim the Dabar. You have, not circumstantial, but it's, you have a good case Already there was a kinui. Already there was a stira. There was witnesses for that already. So now we'll even believe one witness to say that she actually did the act. Now, now that they have to see they did the act, they can't see that because it's hard to see the act itself. But they they know that, uh, that this was uh, that that's what was taking place. Vitnan name, and we learned in the Mishnah. One witness comes again after kinui and stira. And he says, I saw it, I saw the act. Lo aita shotam de oraita. She don't have to drink, there's no reason for her to drink. You only drink when there's a sefek. This guy's saying he saw it, finished. That's it. Which means, legabed this case over here, the husband has to divorce her. Now if she's a queen, she cannot, if he's a queen, she cannot eat terumah. And the rest of the, uh, the rest of the dinim over there. Good. <coughs> Comes the Gemara and says... Right, the sports just points over here, that she just points over here. She even forfeits a ketubah. So the one witness over here has uh, tremendous uh, ramifications. So now the Gemara says, For the next piece of the Gemara, the Gemara is going to analyze how do you know that one witness is enough for Tum'ah. Now, in order to understand this piece, it's good to have an introduction, and it's good to see the Pesukim. Now, if you look at the Pesukim, either you have a homage in front of you, or you can look on your side of the Gemariot, where you'll see the Pesukim quoted. We are quoting a Pesuk in Bamidbar Perek He, Pesuk Yud Gimal. Good, or in the introduction also to Yigimariot, you have these, you have the Perashav Sota as well. It is key to understand this one Pesuk, because that's going to be the analysis in this little piece over here. It says, V'shachav ish ota shikvat zera, right, the guy was with her, V'ne'elam me'ene isha, husband didn't say it, V'nistera, she was secluded, V'hin nitma'a, and nitma'a means, she did it, V'ed en ba, oh, key words, V'ed en ba, and there was no witness, V'hid lon nitpasa, and it wasn't by force, because it was by force, she's not guilty, V'hid lon nitpasa, meaning it was willingly, now, the understanding of this pasuk, we have to figure out what does it mean, ve'ed en ba. Okay? Now, if we can prove, which we can prove, that any time the Torah uses the word ed, just stand, ed, ed is like edut. And we know that edut testimony is with two people. And I'll prove it to you that... The normal word Ed means two witnesses. Because you have another Pasuk, not in Sota. Another Pasuk actually is in Devarim Yudtet that says, Lo Yakum Ed Ehad Beish. That in testimony, one witness is not enough. Now, why would the Torah have to say Ed Ehad? Mm-hmm. Just say Lo Yakum Ed. 
Because must be that Ed is really two. Right? So to, 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 to make it one, you got to say, Lo yakum Ed Echad. Oh, if that's true, now we could define our Pasuk. That watch, he was Nistera V'nitma'ah. How do you know that? Ve'ed in Ba. You don't have two witnesses. Ela, how many witnesses do you have? One. And what does the Pasuk say? Nitma'ah. She is Tema'ah. So you see from there that one witness is enough to establish Tum'ah. Now, and we're talking about a case, obviously, where it Kinui and Stira happened before it. Now let's read up to that point. So the Gibra says, Minalan de Meman Eda de Tarra Banan, the Ed in Ba Bishnaim Katuv Medaber. Now the Gibra's gonna know, but it says Ed in Ba. They don't have two with, maybe Ed means two, right? Or Eno Ela Athilu Behad, or maybe it means you don't have any witnesses. Well, Tamud Lomar, Lo Yakum Ed Ehad Beish. If I just want to say the Ed Beish, what does it have to say? This is a lesson to teach me throughout the whole Torah. Unless the Torah explicitly specifies. Now go back to our pursuit by Sota. Meaning you don't have two witnesses. And what's the end of the pasuk? She didn't, she wasn't, wasn't by force, it was willingly. And what's the deen? So we've proven our point successfully. It's a combination of two pasukim. Ed and Ba by Sota, and Lo Yakum Ed Echad Beish by a regular case of Edut. Good. Comes the Gemara and says, not so fast. Ela Ta'amad Dichtiv, Lo Yakum Ed Echad Beish. This whole derasha is based on what Lo Yakum Ed Echad Beish. That's the the pivotal starting point. Halav Hachet. Without that dirasha, Hava Amina Aid the Sota Hadu. If without that dirasha, I would have thought that whenever the Torah says Aid, it means one. Now, what would the Pasuk mean? The Aid in Ba. That she doesn't have even one witness. The Iafilu Had Leka Ella Bemai Mitzira. The Pasuk makes no sense, which means you don't need the Loyakum Edehad Pasuk. I can tell you without that that the Ba'ed Inba has to be she doesn't have two witnesses. Because what's the other option? She doesn't have one witness? Nobody saw it? So how can the Pasuk say, If there's no witnesses, how could you establish? Which means you don't need to go to Loyakum Edehad to teach me. Or Ed is two. And Ed Inba means you don't have two, but you have one. You don't need that. Automatically, Ed must mean two. Because if Ed means one, what's the person saying? And there's not even one witness. If not even one witness, what, what, what's the, what are you telling me? It's nothing. So the Gemara says, no, no, no. It's Tarikh. You still need the Loyakum Edehad. You still need Loyakum Edehad. It's not enough just to learn it from the Pasuk itself. Ed in that means two. That's not enough. I need the Loyakum Edehad. Why? Sal Kadatachamina. Ed in Ba. En Eman Ba. Oh, period. You know how I could have read the Pasuk? 
the Ed and Ba, I'll tell you there's one witness, Ed, one witness, and all it's telling me is Ed and Ba means Ed Eno Neeman Ba. One witness is not going to be Neeman. Instead of reading it that she doesn't have even one witness, say, the Ed, one witness, in Ba. Meaning, in Ba Neemanut. There's no... You, you don't believe him. Maybe, maybe that's what the, the Pasuk is coming to tell me. That's why I need the Pasuk of the Yakum Ed. Ed means two. And Ed and Ba means she doesn't have two witnesses. She has, or there is, one witness. But without that, I would have learned the Pasuk Ed and Ba. One witness is not Neeman. So the Gebra says... In Neeman Ba. You tell me what? That one wins not Neeman? Ve'elamai ba'eh ad ikatre. So what are you going to tell me? So you need two witnesses? Lishtok ramineh. I don't need a pasuk for that. You know why? De'atya davar davar mimamun. We have a famous gezerah shavah. It says by monetary cases. It says the word davar. Okay, and it says also the word davar by uh, the case of a sota. It says ki ba or not by sota by case of arayot ki ba ervat davar. So we have a famous derashat davar davar, just like by mamon by monetary cases. You need two witnesses to establish a monetary case. So too by arayot you need two. So you're gonna say, what are you talking about? If you're telling me that the whole deed of the person was coming, tell me one witness is not believed. I don't need a person to tell me one witness is not believed. I have a standing derashat davar davar that tells me you always need you always need two witnesses in a arayot case. I would know that this is not any different, which means again we're questioning. Get the, the crystallization of what the question is. What do you need lo yakum etehad for? I could have done this all without lo yakum etehad. I could have just said what the ed and ba. It's got to be two, two witnesses. They don't have two witnesses because what's the other option? That one. You don't even you don't even have one witness. So how should become the surah? No, maybe it means the ed and ba, meaning the ed ehad in the iman. Uh, you need two? Of course. I know everybody. I know that from uh, the regular dean of Davar uh, Davar. Ella must be, must be really that uh, I don't need lo yakum edehad. The pasuk itself, by saying the edeba must be what? She doesn't have two witnesses. She has one. Because to know the way of learning it. What do you tell me? No, so I would have thought it meant Ve'ed in the Iman. Why would, why would I think that? Ve'ed in the Iman. There are two in the Iman that I know from Dabar uh, Dabar. So you're like, it's steady, but you still need it. Sal kadadachamina sotashani. I would have said maybe sotashani. Deraglayim le Davar. Because you have already circumstantial evidence before it. Sharekinala venistera leteman ba edehad. Which means, hey, listen. Don't, don't discount my hadush. When I said Edehad, that the Pasuk told me, Ve'ed in Ba, meaning one way is not going to be believed. Yeah, I, I would say you need that, by the way, because I would. Hey, what about Davar Davar? Hey, put your Davar Davar off, 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 off the plate over here. Because I would have said in this case over here, maybe since there was a Kinui and there was a Stira, maybe there's a logic to say after all that uh, history, maybe even one witness will be believed for Tumah. That's why the Pasuk is coming to tell me Ve'ed. In the Iman, but that's why I need Lo Yakum Edehad to come and tell me that Ed is two, and the Ed Eba means two, no, but one, yeah, 
And that's uh, that's why I did the Because without that, I would have learned, maybe the person could tell me that one is not believed. Because I would have thought it is different than Davar Davar cases. Because this case of Eskidu and Nistira. Kamash Malan, Ed and Ba, Ed means two. And therefore the Drasha stands. matzit amart Hold it. Still doesn't make any sense. Because you want to tell me what? Maybe tell me the Pasuk says Ve'ed en ba. It means Ed Ehad en eman ba. Right? That, that's how, how, how I would have thought. Right? Without Lo Yakum Ed Ehad Be'ish. I would have thought, maybe just tell me one witness is not enough. And therefore, what does it mean not enough? And it's Muteret. Ve'ed Ehad en eman ba. So the one witness saw Tumah, Vesharia. Ve'ham medekati ve'hi lo nitpasa. But what do you mean? At the end of the Pasuk it says what? She did it willingly. Now from the fact that Torah's going out of its way to tell me she did it willingly, what does that imply? Mechlal <laughs> asura. Correct? Which is when the Torah says, Me lo that's a reason to say asura, so that the person doesn't make sense the way you wanted to learn it. Ed en ba, I would have thought what? Ed en ne'eman ba. And therefore she's what? Muteret. Vihi lo nitpasa. That's mashma asura. So therefore the, the Pasuk goes in... Two directions. So that's not a problem. It's the Rikh. Salka da dachamina enne eman ba ad ikatre. That's the first part of the Pasu. Ubitre name hi lo nitpasa. And when you have two, also you need another condition that it was not done by force. Kamash marlan that that's not the pshar in the Pasu. That's what you need lo yakum edehad beish. To teach me what? That lo yakum edehad teaches me that stam edut is. Two, and therefore the Eden Ba means she doesn't have two witnesses, she only has one, and it was done willingly. So all the Gemara did over here was, give me the reason why you need Lo Yakum Edehad. Because without it, I could have come along and learned the Pasuk differently. Now, whenever you're going to give me an option that I could have learned the Pasuk differently, you have to give me a viable Option. So the Gemara presented a viable option. Ed Emba would have said like this. Ed Emba, Ed Ehad Enne Emanba. Why wouldn't I have known that from Davar Davar? Because this is because it was followed by Kenuni Stira. Oh, so what do you want to tell me? Ed Emba, she's mutated, but it says, Vinit Pesa. No, I would have read. Ed Ehad Enne Emanba. And if you had two witnesses, she's asked so long as what? He don't pass up. But now that it says, I know that that Ed means two. So Ed means this two, no, one, yes. So this is the source that we know that one witness is enough for Tum'ah. Okay, after Kinu and Istira. Comes the Gemara and continues. Rabbi Yoshua Omer. Mekanela Apishenai. Okay, let's go again now. Rabbi Yoshua says, what's the deen? You need two and two. Two for Kinui, two for Stira. Right? Okay. The Gebara says, according to Rabbi Yoshua, what's the deen? You need two and two. Two for Kinui, two witnesses, and two for Stira. My Tamad Rabbi Yoshua. Okay. Now, in order to appreciate here, we're going to go back to a pasuk that you have to know. The pasuk said what? Ve'ed en ba. Okay, now, what we just do with the resh. What we just do with the en ba? That you don't need two witnesses for this. Meaning you don't need two witnesses for tum'ah. Mashma, but for something else, you do need two witnesses. So the Gemara's doresh. 
אמר קרא, בא, מיני ועד אין בא, בא ולא בכינוי, בא ולא בסתירה. Good, which means, you don't need two witnesses for Tum'ah, even one witness is enough. But what? You do need two witnesses for Kinui and Sira. Good? Now, Verabili Aizer Omer, Verabili Aizer Shita was Kinui, you need two and Sira, one. So he'll say like this, Ba Velobi Kinui. Good. You don't need two for Tum'ah, but you need two for Kinui. Period. Ve'ema Ba Velobi Sira. Oh, why don't you also say to be the Izzet that just like you told me that you don't need two for Tum'ah but you need for Kinui why don't you say you also need two for Stira? Stira it's cash le Tum'ah because oh. we know Stira and Tum'ah are compared to each other Stira is again when she's secluded right? it's compared to Tum'ah how do you know it's compared to Tum'ah? Dekhtiv Venestera Venetma'ah so since we got these, these words are next to each other in the Stiran Netma, so they will have the same deen that one witness will be enough. Oh, the Kibbutz, oh, that's how you're working it. Kinui name it kashle tum'ah. Do we have the word kinui also next to the word tum'ah? Dikhtiv. Vikne it ishto, vi netma'ah. So say the same thing, just like netma'ah is one witness, kinui also one witness. Kibbutz, no, no, no. Hami etra hamana ba. I just told you we have the mi'ut, we have the exclusion of ba. Ba velo be kinui. So the Gemara says, Umar Aita. Well, who told you to exclude kinui and not exclude stira? I mean, who told you? Ba is coming to exclude something, right? Who told you? It's coming to exclude kinui. Kinui you need two. But uh, stira one. Who told you? They're both compared to tumah. So why exclude kinui and not exclude stira? Mistavra, stira adifa. Stira is more stringent. You know why? Sheken osarta ketumah. Which means stira and tumah are really similar in the sense that what? What does tumah do? Tumah zosera. She did it actually. Right? She's forbidden to. Also, stira also. At that point when she's secluded, she's forbidden to be with her husband. So therefore, it's mistaber to say that stira and tumah are similar. That therefore, one witness will be sufficient. Kabbalah says, what are you talking about? Adraba, kinuy adif. Sheken ikar garamla. Which means, that's what started the process. Which means, I don't care if you had a stira. Without a kinuy, you know it. So therefore the kinuy is the uh, is the main item. Right? Your stira is worthless without a kinuy. So therefore maybe kinuy would be enough. One witness like a tum'ah. Kabbalah says, wait. Ilab stira, kinuy mi ika. Go the other way. Very nice, you made a kinuy. But without a stira following it, what's your kinuy worth? So therefore the Gibran says, V'ilav kinui stira mayani. Right? And the other side is also true. And without your kinui, what's the V'ilav kinui stira mayani? What's the stira worth? So basically the Gibran is trying to analyze which really is the item that's more stringent or more analogous to Tumah. The Gibran says, Afidu hacheh stira adifa. You know why? That halta de Tumahi. The beginning of Tumah is where? With stira. Which is when the guy just warns his wife, don't be secluded. The process of Tumah did not start. Where does the process of Tumah really begin? When they close the door. When they're secluded. So therefore it makes more sense that Tehillat Tumah is domain to Stira. Because that's the beginning of Tumah. Therefore, let's pause for a minute. What comes out according to this? Firesk, according to the Tanaba Mishnah, Rabbi Eliezer. He learns kinui is with two stiras with one. Ask him, how do you know that? I have a pasuk. Ve'ed en ba. I don't need two for tum'ah. What is enough? Oh, ba, for tum'ah I don't need two. But for kinui, yeah I need two. 
what about stira? No, stira is comparable to tumah. Wait, kinu is also comparable to tumah, but not as much. Stira is more comparable. Why? Because it's tehilat tumah, and if it's like tumah, one witness is enough. Stira also one witness is enough. Comes the Gemara and says matnitin deloki aitana. Our Mishnah is not following this Tana. The Tanya. Now we find a third Shita. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Mishum, Rabbi Yehazir. Okay, new Shita, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda. The name Rabbi Yehazir. Hamkane leishto mekane alpi ed ehad. O alpi atzmo, umashkela alpi shenayim. The exact opposite. He says, Kinui. One, and even if that one is the husband, I mean the husband basically can go to his wife. Don't be secluded with this guy. That's considered a kinui. One, one. Mm. and Stira's got to have two. two, meaning two witnesses have to see them secluded. Absolutely. So So the rabbis came along and said, "What are you talking? What kind of she does this?" Ledever bi Yosef bi Yehuda en ledavar sof. There's no end. Why is there no end? We'll see what does it mean there's no end. We'll wait for the Gibraltar text. What does it mean there's no end? Yamara. Let's first find the source. Amarkera ba. Ba velo bistira. He learns. You don't need two witnesses for tum'ah, but you need two witnesses for stira. For stira. The Biyo says, even one is enough. Even if it's not. And where does he learn it from? From ba. Ba for tumah you don't need to, but for stira you need to. Ve'ema ba velo bekinui. Maybe it's coming to tell me that kinui you also need to. No kinui kasha tumah. No kinui and tumah are analogous. How do you know? Dichtiv bekinet ishto vinetma. I give us another reason. Stira na me it kasha tumah. Dichtiv vinistra vinetma. No, that connection between stira and tumah. Ha'hu lekama shiur stira. Which means that's coming to teach me a time frame. What's the shi'ud of stira? How long do you have to be secluded? The shi'ud of tum'ah. The amount of time that it takes to do the act of tum'ah. So that connection, we use it for something else. So what, what connection do you have left? The connection of kinui and tum'ah. It's just like tum'ah, one witness is enough. Kinui also one witness is enough. Heshivu hachamim ledevere biyosef biyuda en ledavar sof. Maini hu. What does it mean? There's no end. What does it mean? There's a mean delo kane ve'amar kanai. Big trouble over here. Sometimes the guy he's not gonna warn his wife, right? He's gonna get angry at her, but he's gonna see her secluded with the guy because she's not gonna be careful. She was never warned, right? So she's going to be secluded with the guy. He knows that the seclusion means nothing without a... You know, so what is he going to come along and say, come to bed, I told her. So therefore, it, 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 it makes the lady here very vulnerable that a guy over here now can lie on his uh, kinui. Yeah. If you say you got to get witnesses, I say, there's no witnesses, where's witnesses? You don't have witnesses. The bet is going to say, produce the witnesses. But if the guy can make the kinui himself... Then anytime the husband gets angry at his wife, what's going to happen? The lady who's going to go with men, because really she, was, she wasn't warned. So she's not careful. She goes with a guy, so on and so forth. All of a sudden the guy's going to see a school, he's going to come to the bed and hey, I warned her. He never warned her. Now already he's going to create the situation where he's going to create the sota, where she's really not a sota. Right? Look at the Hidashi, top line in the Hidashi, wide line. First wide line is, 
שכועס עליה, first one on the sea, אומר, קנתי לה מפלוני, ומביא עדים שנסתרה עמו, סתירה כלשהי, דקבן דלא קניה ללא נזהרה בו. Since she was number one, she's not careful. So she's going to go with the men. Meaning, secluded, whatever it is. Good. The Gemara says, What are you talking about? Our Mishnah, there is an end. According to our Mishnah, didn't we say one witness is enough for stira? Even if it's the husband? So you have the same problem. Kinu, you'll do it with witnesses, right? Now what's going to happen? She's not going to be... Nistera, the husband is very angry. He should come to Betin. I saw she was Nistera. The same uh, uh, hoax that he can play on Kinui, according to the Yosef, he could play on Stira, according to Mishnah. Yeah. So why did the Mishnah, why did the Hakim come along and say, according to the Yosef, end of the Basof? Hey, according to Mishnah, also end of the Basof. There's no end. Which means for trickery, once you're giving any power to the husband, Dosbin can either trick on the kinu, he can trick on the stira for the same uh, for the same reason. Amarav Yisachak, Amarav Yisachak, Amarav Yisachak. He says, "You're right." Afli devreir bi Yosef bi bi Yuda end the davar sof. Not only according to Amishnah, even according to the bi Yosef, which means you're right. According to both, even according to the bi Yosef, there's going to be a problem. End the davar sof. Afli devreir bi Yosef bi bi Yuda. By saying it that way, it sounds like even according to Yosef, and it's of course going to be a problem according to Amishnah. He says on the contrary, Adraba which means like this: What is a bigger problem? A bigger problem is the Yosef's case because you don't have even a foundation because. At least in the case of the Mishnah, you have a foundation where you have a legitimate kinui. So therefore, okay, you're right, it can come to problems where the guy come along and say, I saw a stira where it didn't happen, but at least there's a foundation of a kinui. But the Hidush really is, the bigger problem is in the Biyoseh. There you don't even have a foundation. There the guy can start from left, anytime he gets angry at his wife. Kinui, I made kinui. In the Mishnah, at least Lefa'ot, there was a basis, the guy warned him, don't go with this guy. So there's something going on over there. Mashiachin and the Biyosei, that's the real issue. The issue is going to be, there's no foundation. The guy didn't even make a kidney. The guy can stop the thing from, 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 from thin air. Look at Mashi. Second line, V'lo mebayin l'mishnatinu b'priyah. Ika ikar shikavar etchil b'aidim. Shelo aide kaas, which is when the guy had his witnesses, he wasn't angry. That started as a legitimate claim. Haka leka ikar. Therefore, the Gemara is just questioning the language. When you said, even according to the Biyoseh, it's a problem. No, it's the opposite. Vadai according to the Biyoseh, it's a problem. Even according to Al Mishnah, it's a problem. Which is the even is to be said on Al Mishnah. I mean, the Biyoseh is pashut, there's an issue. Because it's much easier to create a. Uh, a, a claim because it's coming from nothing. He's just angry at any Kastatic claim. So that's what the Gemara comes along and says. If you want to say it, say it like this. Which is even according to Amishnah is not a problem. Which means for sure according to the Biyosei in the Basof. That's for sure because you're just starting a claim from thin air. But even according to Amishnah where he started off legitimately without anger, he did it because still it can come to issues of 
but falsifying the stira. Gemara goes one more point. Gemara says like this. Let's talk it outside for a second. So now we have basically three shitot here. We have Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudan, the name of Rabbi Eliezer. Let's review the shitot quickly. Rabbi Eliezer, two and one. Rabbi Yoshua, two and two. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudan, the name of Rabbi Eliezer, one and two. Okay? One for Kinui and two for Stira. So the Gemara now is going to say a very interesting halakha that's going to be applicable to Sotav as Manazir. How? So the Gemara says, Amar of Haninam Mesura. Lo lema inish le'etete bizman hazeh. A man should not tell his wife. In today's time, this is no better than that. Lo tisteri bahadeh pedoni. You shouldn't tell your wife, I don't want you to be secluded with that guy. You know why? Dilma kaimalan kirbi yoseb kirbi yuda. Because maybe the halakha follows the biyoseb kirbi yuda. The amar, kinui alpi atzmo. That the kinui according to himself is legit. Umil stetara. And what's going to happen? She's going to be secluded. Veleka idona mesota le mivdeka. We don't have the waters of Sotat to solve the dilemma. What's going to happen? Vekaasar la illave isura del olam. And now she's going to be forbidden to the husband forever. So therefore, Bizman Azeh, a person should not go to his wife. I don't want you to be secluded with that guy. Because that might be considered a legitimate kinui. Now, if that's a legitimate kinui, she's stuck. Because she cannot go to the Beit HaMikdash and drink. And since she can't drink, and, and, and let's say she was Nistera, he saw her, let's say, uh, Nistera, there was a witness, whatever it may be. Now ready, you're stuck. So don't even get involved in that. Now, now, in order to appreciate this uh, Gemara a little clearer, let's just first read Rashi's language here. She's small Rashi, one of the Rashi here. Look at Rashi, one, two, three, four lines down after they get white. Look at Rashi, four lines after they get white. Lo lema inash. A person should not say, afilu beno lebena. What is Rashi saying here? Even privately. It sounds like Rashi's coming to add something over here. Not only in front of witnesses, but even privately. What does Rashi want? Not only in front of us, but even privately. We have to medayek Rashi. She's coming to add a little extra over here. Not only, in, not only alone, even in front of witnesses. So there's a very important Rashash over here. You go to the back over here, you open the Rashash. The Rashash on that bit says like this. Kasheh. You don't know if that can be Yosef. So even in the times of the Beit HaMikdash, the guy shouldn't say this. Because you're not going to give a warning even in the times of the Beit HaMikdash. Because maybe that doesn't follow. She's the whole reason why we don't want you to tell your wife this item. Because maybe that can be Yosef. So the Chavra, if that's the case, this is not in Yad of the Beit HaMikdash. Even if the Beit HaMikdash is around, don't say it because you're going to be stuck. And don't tell her, let her drink. She can't drink. Because who says that? Maybe that is not like the Beit Don't think it's a sefik. So you're still going to have to get divorced. So why does the Gemara say Dafka Bizman That's the question of the Nashat. And many of the Aharim asked this question. So he says like this. He says, you know what? Vinad Eli. 
Who's the rabbi of Hanina Misuda? He said, He says, if you look at his language, what did he say? Lo lema. He just said, don't say. Which means he meant in all cases. Don't no, never tell your wife. Don't tell it to her in front of witnesses. And don't tell it to her alone. Which means the edim problem only is a problem is manazeh. The alone problem is a problem ben bizman betamikdash. Ben chilom bizman betamikdash. So therefore, really, the way that Shash is learning the statements like this, a person should not tell his wife in any which way. Don't tell her edim with edim, and don't tell her alone. Now, the edim issue is only going to be a problem bizman because today we don't have waters of sota. So it's going to be a definite divorce. The issue of telling it to alone, that'll even apply. Bisman, Shemit Mekdash Kayam. Good, so that answers the question. So therefore, the Bisman as it was only going on one of the two cases that he was talking about. The Adim case. And it could be that's what Rashi was alluding when Rashi came along and said, very, very short, he said... That she was coming to say, we're talking about two cases. Not only when there's two witnesses. When there's two witnesses, that's going to be as problematic. But both cases are going to be as soon. And oh, what does she gain by telling me both cases? Because now I know the understanding of the behind now. Once I'm talking about both cases, so therefore, one of the cases will be effective. That's the witness case, because today you don't have water to give up, but the Benoit case will be a suit left after Bismarck, I feel Bismarck, Peter Mikdash, Kayam, Baruch Adwan, Amen.